When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Ah, yes, yes, the hostage situation continues and ransom demands are being made. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You have to admit, you have to admit that I have been ahead of the curve on this feeling like a hostage situation. Because oh, there's no, que- there's no question about it. You were ahead of the curve. I just didn't know that the Jets were going to get roped into this, and now we have to go through a hostage negotiation with... Aaron Rodgers apparently making demands. This is wild. America held hostage. You know, these things are just out of my control. By Aaron Rodgers. Day 65. It does not feel like there is much out of his control. Oh, my God. They are handing him everything. It is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And, of course, you can catch us on SiriusXM Channel 80 and on the ESPN uh, app and on your smart speaker. Canty, let me just paint a little picture for a few for a moment, if I can. I have to admit that uh, it's been a dark couple of days around these parts. Yeah. It's gray skies where I live in western New Jersey. Mm. It's been snowing all day today. It was raining all day tom- uh, yesterday. Uh, the Rutgers did not make the tournament, which really bummed me out. Like, I'm going to go watch them in the NIT tonight, but that's, you know... Like kissing your sister, so to speak. Don't well, I'm wrong. glad they accepted the invitation to the NIT, unlike <laughs> the Carolina Tar Heels. Well, I, I, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, bottom line is I've been a little bit down. And yeah. then I've been dealing with the, the Rogers stuff because it just keeps coming at you. It is like getting you just absolutely hammered in the ring. Boom, 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 boom. My phone is going off. Bzz, 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 you know, every little thing. And there's still no resolution to it. And then about an hour ago... I turned on the TV, and of course, everywhere is Aaron Rodgers. And I heard one prominent pundit say, well, what they should just do at this point. I mean, it's getting ridiculous. They should just either go ahead and tank this season for Caleb Williams or for Drake May, or the Jets should call the Patriots about Mac Jones. And that's like, okay, I, I got a show in an hour. I got to take a step away. I got to clear my head. Because what are we doing at that well, point? Well, we're getting weird is what we're doing. I keep <laughs> yes. waiting for Sam Jackson to show up with the rest of the hostage rescue team and get us out of this nightmare. So but unfortunately, like- I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, the guy is running down a literal list of things that have to happen, transactions that the team has to make in order for him to consider coming to play with him. Now, credit to Aaron Rodgers. I, I love him trying to get his guys paid, and we know how much that means to him with the list that he ran down at training camp a couple of years ago on how the Packers mistreated some of his former teammates. I'm all about that because I'll always be pro player. But it gets to the point where it it airs on the side of ridiculous. And and I feel like we're starting to get to that territory with Rodgers. But when you're an organization that makes this kind of decision, you have no choice but to see control of your franchise to Aaron Rodgers. The only question that I would have for the New York Jets is, 
Did you not watch the movie that we saw in 2022 <laughs> that was the Green Bay Packers when the organization gave Rodgers carte blanche? How'd that work out for them in Week 18 against the Lions? Yeah, it's been two straight years of this, and the last image I have of Aaron Rodgers is him getting picked off by the Lions and ending their season. And so they Kish- scored a grand total of 16 points. The offense scored 16 points in a win-and-end game at home against a division rival that had nothing to play for. And the year before, they didn't score an offensive touchdown after they won 13 games in a home game in the playoffs. So this is where we are. And so just a little while ago, in case you're just joining us and you don't know what we're talking about, Diana Rossini tweeted that Aaron Rodgers has provided the Jets with a wish list of free agents and he would like... Is it a wish list or a list of demands? That's why, To me, it's a ransom note. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is not a wish list. It, feels like. it, it is a ransom note that he has provided. And on that list, not just the likes of Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Arcades Lewis, but lastly, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Ooh. So, Canty, before the show, like an hour ago, I sit down. All right, I got to clear my head. Let me put my head down for a few minutes. And I I just brought myself to the Calm app and back to the ocean, trying to get my head right. Maybe hear some seagulls. Maybe hear the, the sounds of the ocean crashing. And what happens? For 10 minutes, my phone is... I can't get anywhere. This has gotten beyond the point of absurd. And, Canty, I never thought it was worth it in the first place. Seriously, where's the line here? Because I don't feel like the Jets have any line at this point that they're not willing to cross. If Aaron asked them to play all their home games at Lambeau Field, they'd do it. They're getting into bed with a guy that went on a days-long darkness retreat. You had to know that this would be a strange courtship, at the very least. Now, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't make them markedly better, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't pursue Aaron Rodgers, but you had to know if you go down this road that it's going to be strange, it's unconventional, and there's a chance at the end of it you might not end up with the player. And you have to gauge the appetite whether or not the owner has the stomach for it. You also have to think about your job security if you're Joe Douglas and Rob Sala because putting all of your eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket, if you don't get him, then that probably means you're not going to be the head coach and the general manager tandem in 2024. So it's got to be an unsettling feeling. And I said this yesterday, it's got to be hella uncomfortable. But according to reports from Adam Schefter and others, everybody in the building in Florham Park, which is where the Jets headquarters is, is calm. Nobody is panicking. They different from me, big fella, because I'd be nervous right now. Now, I do feel good that he's continuing to engage the team. And so as long as there is dialogue, there's still a chance. But you just have to wonder, you know, with everything continuing to play out in free agency about to kick off tomorrow with guys actually signing contracts, when is this going to get done and why isn't it happening right now? It's Kenty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. As you say that, I just picture Leslie Nielsen in front of the buildings on fire saying, nothing to see here. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, Woody Johnson has been played like a cheap fiddle. I mean, Jason Fitz could not play this fiddle better than Aaron Rodgers has played it. (laughs) Let's be honest. Uh, And look, what nobody is choosing to recognize at all is that Aaron Rodgers is not the reigning MVP anymore. No. That he was not good last year. Yep. And you can make all the excuses you want with the thumb. The guy's out there. And he was the 26th ranked quarterback. He didn't show up for OTAs. Let's call this what it is, Canty. If it's not mandatory, he's out. He's not going to be here for that. Like he's, It almost feels like he's sending Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb uh, as the guys to go to class and take notes for him so he can skip. <laughs> I mean, that's it, it's They're scouting it out for him? Insane. They're scouting it out for him? Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, the reality is if you get some of the guys that you played with in the past, guys that are familiar with Nathaniel Hackett's system, there might not be that urgency for you to be there to do all of the hand-holding with the other young skill position players that you're going to need on that offense this upcoming season. So I get where you're coming from in terms of letting some of those guys manage that aspect of it. But make no mistake, the expectations change when Aaron Rodgers is in the building and how this team responds to that if and when they consummate this deal is is going to be a major factor as to whether or not the Jets are going to have success. Well, let's see if we can get some answers. We welcome in ESPN NFL insider, the great Dan Graziano, with us right now. Dan, it's Canty and Carlin, and I'll start with this question. What the hell, man? Well, let me guess. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, anyway, somebody got to get Aaron Rodgers on the show. Like, that, that's you know what? That, really that's a hell of an idea. Stosh, get it done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why don't you guys get McAfee and have him hook you up? I think McAfee's part of the here. demands. He has to be the offensive coordinator. That may well. No, no, no. He's got the offensive coordinator. That's his guy, Hackett. Oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. He's got to be a special yeah, teams yeah, coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's. That's right. So, I mean, look, it's it's just taking a while to happen. I still think it eventually happens. And he ends up with the Jets. It seems like the most likely outcome here. But they got to figure something out with the contract. They got to figure out what they're going to send the Packers. You know what the Packers are going to send them. What the package looks like. And uh, you know, he's got to sign off on it, which. I think it's it's fair to believe that all of that will happen. But when things happen with Aaron Rodgers, they happen on Aaron Rodgers' timetable, not ours, and not Joe Douglas's, and not, as Brian Gutekunst well knows, not on Brian Gutekunst. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's stretching out. It feels like it should have happened by now, but, you know, it's not, it's not up to anybody but Aaron, really. Graz, you said last week that it felt like this was a one-team race with the pursuit of Aaron Rodgers. And so I'm curious as to the alternative, if if it's not the Jets, are we talking about Aaron Rodgers walking away from football altogether? I think so. I mean, that that seems to be the other possibility that keeps getting raised when I've talked to people about this over the past week. But, again, strong indications. You guys are just talking about the receivers the Jets are trying to sign. Like, they're not trying to sign Randall Cobb if they're not getting Aaron Rodgers. The only reason Randall Cobb's still in the league is because of Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, Alan Lazard's a good player, and he may have been somebody they were interested in anyway, Hackett's offense. But, you know, if they're talking about Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, you know, that, that tells you what you need to know. 
Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio with Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. Dan, are we too down, far down the road where the Jets couldn't just at some point say, enough already, what are we doing? Well, just back out of it. it. It just doesn't feel like they're going to do that. I mean, they let Derek Carr go to the Saints without a fight. They let Jimmy Garoppolo go to the Raiders without a fight. Like, they're, they're all in here. So if it doesn't work out, I think they pivot. But I really don't think we're at a point where, hey, you know, the Jets are going to say to Aaron Rodgers, you know what, this took too long. Um, we're going to move on to other options. Their, their first game, as far as I know, is still six months away. So, like, they're not – I don't detect impatience or nervousness in the Jets building over the last couple of days. I detected from Mike Greenberg and uh, <laughs> the host of various TV and radio programs I've been on, but – I don't detect it from the Jets. I think they feel like this is heading in the right direction. Talking with ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano on Canty and Carlin and Graz. Living in the tri-state area, I got a ton of friends that are Jets fans, and everybody wants to know if we get Aaron Rodgers, are we talking about a one-year proposition? Are we talking about two years? What are your sources saying about the potential marriage between Rodgers and the Jets and how long that could last? Well, I think for the last couple of years, the Packers have approached this as a year-to-year thing based on what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. And I think, like it or not, the Jets are going to find themselves in that situation if and when they do acquire him. So um, could he play two more years? Sure. Are they going to get that kind of commitment right up front? No, I, I doubt it. I think they're going to have to, they're going to, have to go into the season the next offseason still wondering. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. is, man. I mean he's literally held the nfl world hostage the last three off seasons and we're talking about that yeah. extending if he plays in 2023 into 2024 he likes the attention it, it, that's who he is he wants he wants to be able to be the center of attention he wants to a week from now be able to give some interview like i said on mcafee or whatever where he talks about how dumb everyone but him is like, it's just who he is. Like, if you want Aaron Rodgers to play for your football team, you got to take all this, too. Well, I mean, he, he keeps talking about how great he is. I, I can't wait for him to be the center of attention again during Super Bowl week. I think that's what everybody is waiting right? on. And to that end, Graz, exactly. what do the expectations become for the New York Jets when they acquire Aaron Rodgers? I mean, they try to win the Super Bowl. Like, this isn't – you don't, you don't go through all this and give up assets to – sign Aaron to trade for Aaron Rodgers and find Randall Cobb and do stuff like that if you're not trying to win the whole thing. They have a good roster that was a contending roster into December this year without any quarterback at all. And, and uh, you know, they feel like you know, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. I mean, they feel like they should be as good as anybody. That, that's the reason you'll get a 39-year-old, about to be 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Not to, They're not trying to finish, you know, 11-6 and six and – you know, get bounced in the second round of the playoffs. They're, they're, this is a go-for-it move. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider with us. Dan, last one for me. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe one more on the Giants getting Waller, but first. Whatever, uh, whatever you need, Chris. I'm, I'm here for you. I appreciate that, Dan. You always have been and <laughs> yeah. you always will be. It's one of those questions I never even have to ask myself. So, with that being the case, Dan, what do you make of the Odell Beckham part of the whole Rogers situation that he now is on that list. I think um, Odell and Aaron Rodgers tried to get together a couple of years ago when Odell got cut by the Browns and he considered the Packers as a destination before ultimately deciding to go to the Rams. So I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't know how realistic it is. 
I don't know how much of this is, you know, names getting out there in an effort for to try and boost this and try and make something happen. So, you know, we'll see on Odell. I think it's an interesting idea. I do think there'll be other teams interested in Odell off of that workout Friday. From what I understand, teams came away fairly impressed. Dan, I think we lost you. Did Aaron Rodgers oh, no. drag Dan into the closet? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Is he holding Dan hostage somewhere? I think the, I think the Illuminati just cut Dan's phone off. <laughs> you there, Dan? What happened? I don't yeah, know, dude. Yeah, I can hear you guys. <laughs> hey, Dan, uh, last one. Uh, the Darren Waller trade for the Giants, it feels like a steal, yeah. but then when you go and look at it, uh, he's only played 20 games the last two years. Uh, seems like, though, a pretty good calculated risk. What's your evaluation of that trade? Absolutely. Totally worth a shot. I mean, a, a guy who's been a, a highly productive tight end and, and, you know, basically one of these tight ends that's effectively a receiver. He's been an explosive playmaker. He's been a guy who catches touchdowns. And I think he didn't fit in the offense with the Raiders last year. So, you know, you get him for a third-round pick. The pick that you got in exchange for Kadarius Toney, ironically enough. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's totally worth it. I mean, he's still he's still a young enough player that I think you can, you can figure he might get back to what he was. And if he does, that's a major weapon for Daniel Jones. And, guys, this is not a free agent market that has everybody all fired up at wide receiver. So people are looking for pass catcher solutions that are not necessarily just oh let's go, you know let's go overpay DJ Chark. Like this is this is an interesting idea for the Giants and it could pay off big. Dan Lamar Jackson was active on social media today, put out some tweets, yeah, apparently disagreeing with people that are suggesting that he should have an agent, refuting some of the claims about the contract offers toward him and, and, and things of that nature. What did you make of what you saw from Lamar Jackson on Twitter today? We've seen it before. Uh, you know, he has pushed back publicly on Twitter when people have made claims and assertions about uh, what the Ravens offered him. Obviously, he doesn't get into detail. He doesn't tell you what exactly is wrong about what you're tweeting and what you're saying, but he just pushes back and says, you know, stuff like, man, you know, or if that was true, I'd be signed. So I, I didn't hear anything new today. I think what we need to hear from Lamar Jackson is, how upset he is, does he want out of Baltimore? And if he does, then I think it gets really, really interesting in terms of the story and, and, and who might be interested in him. But so far, we don't have that. Obviously, he's agitated about getting the franchise tag, not having a deal yet. Who wouldn't be? But uh, this, a lot of this story has yet to be written. Danny, appreciate it, man. Thanks very much. All right, guys. Thank you. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider, joining us. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments, we get to Lamar Jackson and why one team in particular hasn't seemed to be sniffing around him at all, and it makes absolutely no sense. We will get into that in just moments after we tell you about this from our friends at FanDuel. Now, this March, take your first shot at hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks, you're going to land 200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to point spreads to that sneaky matchup you have been eyeing all on an app that's safe, secure, Super easy to use. No better place to bet than on FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up today by going to FanDuel.com slash play and make every moment more with FanDuel. 
all March long. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit KESGamblingHelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit MDGamblingHelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Aaron Rodgers is not the only thing that hurts my head these days. The other thing that really hurts my head is Lamar Jackson and not him himself, but seemingly the just dead silence around who's going to pursue him, if anybody, as he hits just a version of free agency. Of course, anybody can sign him, but if they sign him to an offer sheet, the Ravens can match it. And if the Ravens choose not to match it, the team that brings him in is giving up two first-round picks. Ravens can also work out a trade with the team. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Now, interestingly enough, Earlier today, we had a little social media exchange, not even an exchange, but a response from Lamar Jackson. It came from uh, some information that Adam Schefter gave out uh, on his podcast regarding how much money Lamar Jackson had turned down. The real guarantees in Lamar's contract were $133 million at signing, $175 with injury, and $200 million on a springing guarantee that would have kicked in if he was still on the roster on the fifth day of the league year in 2026. So maybe it's not a guarantee, but he would have had to been on the roster for three more years, and then 25 more million would have become guaranteed to make it 200 million. Bottom line, Lamar Jackson passed up a lot of guaranteed money in the hopes that he would get a fully guaranteed contract. So earlier today, Chris, Lamar kind of responded to that on Twitter uh, with the following. Um, first of all, he said uh, three years and $133 million fully guaranteed, but I need an agent. 
In other words, responding to the criticism that he should have an agent. And then in response to the stuff that uh, Adam just said, he kind of put out a gift that, you know, has a look like, ah, what are you kidding me? And then people throw blank against the wall and hope it sticks. Look, Lamar right now, if you're talking about $200 million guaranteed, it doesn't sound to me like it's fully guaranteed. It's not that guaranteed. Point. That's exactly. the whole point. A Chris, please explain the springing part of that this. That vests after the third year of the deal? the hell out of here. Why should a former MVP have to put up with that? Why yeah. does he have to deal with that? Well, you Chris, tell me. explain what that means. You want, you want to get 2023, 2024, and 2025 – and then if I'm still on the roster at the beginning of the league year in 2026, then that next year becomes guaranteed or a part of the, the following year and a part of the, the 2027 season becomes guaranteed. Get out of here with that. Listen, there. if you want to guarantee it, give me the money in the first three years of the deal. If it's a five-year extension, it's really simple, Carlin. The math is really basic. If you're signing a five-year deal – the guaranteed portion that players are fighting for is the first three years. You want 60% of it guaranteed. If it's a six-year deal, you want the first four years guaranteed. Hell, this is something that was true when I was a free agent in 2009. This is not complicated. So the fact that they want to put this kind of mechanism in the contract is flat-out insulting to Lamar Jackson's body of work and what he's meant for that franchise. Because we got to remember this. This team was floundering with Joe Flacco after they paid him. They drafted Lamar Jackson and proceeded to find themselves in the playoffs four of the five seasons he was the starter. And guess what? The year they didn't make it, it's because they lost to the Steelers in Week 18. But otherwise, they would have been in. And, oh, yeah, by the way, that was a season that Lamar Jackson missed five games. That's how good the guy has been. Even when he misses time, your team is still in the postseason because they're so good when he's there. So I I hate when we have this discussion around Lamar because people want to make it about other things rather than on focusing what's actually happening, which is the owners using this as a sign to future players that they're not going to give guys guaranteed contracts. Well, That's yeah. what this is all about. We're fighting against the Deshaun Watson precedent, and we're going to use Lamar Jackson, a unanimous MVP, as the example to it. It ain't about play style. It ain't about the guy's injury history, because if that's what's the case, why the hell would the Ravens franchise tag him in the first place? Why would they want to keep him? Okay, they're doing this because they don't want players to try to push and negotiate for guaranteed deals. And you're talking about sending that message, if you're the owners, in an offseason where Joe Burrow is eligible for a contract, where Jalen Hurts is eligible for a contract, where Herbert, for the first time, is eligible for a contract. You don't want those guys thinking, I can get a guaranteed deal. But that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what they go to their respective front offices and demand if they see Lamar Jackson get a fully guaranteed contract on the heels of Watson getting a guaranteed deal. Well, here's what I hate about it the most, though. It's not just standing up for that, but you're looking around the league, and there are plenty of teams that should be knocking on this door to get somebody who is a recent MVP and somebody who is a game-changer at the quarterback spot where that guy does not become available ever. Ever. You have to luck out and get one in the draft. Otherwise... You're living in quarterback hell forever. And this is a situation where somebody needs to explain to me why the Washington commanders are not interested 
in Lamar Jackson, why the Atlanta Falcons are not interested in Lamar Jackson, why about four or five other teams, but specifically, Canty, let's talk about the commanders for a second. Okay. If people are under the assumption that they're not going to spend that money because of what's going on with the sale, that's utter crap. Because they've gone and they paid Jonathan Allen already. They just paid Deron Payne a boatload of money. Ooh, did you see that contract? Yes, Chris. Ooh. They paid Terry McLaurin. If you're paying a dynamic receiver and you're going to go into the season with Sam Howell as his quarterback and you are picking 16th, you are a joke. Let's get away from... Dan Snyder, maybe Dan Snyder's not signing a quarterback because he wants to stick it to whoever is buying the team from him so that they don't have a quarterback well, right Well, if Dan Snyder game. wants to stick it to somebody that's associated with the NFL, how about the 30 other owners by signing Lamar Jackson to a guaranteed contract? That's a way to stick it to everybody. Yeah. If you, say, if you have Lamar Jackson on a fully guaranteed deal following Deshaun Watson, guess what? Now everybody's got to sign their franchise quarterback to guaranteed contracts. So if you're Dan Snyder, you want to stick it to him, you would actually make the Lamar Jackson deal. But that's not what's happening. And it's strange when you look at the quarterback situation in Washington. It's also strange given the job security or lack thereof from Ron Rivera and the situation that Eric Biennemi parachuted into. You mean to tell me that Biennemi left Patrick Mahomes in winning a Super Bowl for the second time in Kansas City? To sign up with Sam Howell? That's a career-killing move. That's a career-killing move on his I'm not trying to disparage Sam Howell, but there are levels to this thing. And Sam Howell has not shown me anything to think that he's going to ascend to being a unanimous MVP in our league. What was he, a fifth-round pick? Something that Lamar Jackson has already done. What what was he, a fifth-round pick, maybe? I don't even remember. Fourth? Fifth-round pick. Yeah. what, What would you think? This is not Tom Brady. I mean, come on. And so now they have this position where Taylor Heineke leaves and goes and signs for Atlanta. They don't have any backup plan whatsoever and no primary plan. And you've got all that money tied up in these other players? Boy, that's a complete embarrassment. It is, and they have a defense that's ready to win now. Last yes. year, the commander's defense Why do you was keep paying those guys if you're not trying to win now? <laughs> It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance, the ransom note that Aaron Rodgers has given the Jets, well, it continues to grow. And there was a surprising addition to it earlier today. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Should the Jets just walk away at some point here? Is this getting utterly ridiculous? And... What actually is the ceiling for the Jets if they bring Aaron Rodgers in? We want to hear from you. We want you to be a part of the program at 888-SAY-ESPN. Lines are open for you now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. <laughs> that was yesterday. I was listening to Greeny this morning. It sounded like he was still back in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a roller coaster for so many Jet fans right now, as it all just continues. America held hostage. You know, these things are just out of my control. By Aaron Rodgers. Day 65. I told you it was a hostage situation. You're getting ransom notes now. I it's told like, you. It's like the movie Anchorman. A glass case of emotion <laughs> is how you would define every <laughs> single Jets fan out there right now. Oh, Greeny is absolutely in a glass case of emotion. There is no doubt. Oh, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Let's hit some of the calls. People checking in. Canty and Carlin, uh, I said that. So let's go. Right now, John in L.A. is going to start us off on ESPN Radio. John, what do you got for us today? Hey, fellas. First of all, thanks, Chris, for your time in Dallas as a big Cowboys fan. My man. um, You're you're looking at this too much as a player side, and Lamar is an elite athlete, athlete, one of the best athletes ever. But he's not a great thrower of the ball, and you can't guarantee a full contract. You can just see it with your eyes. He's no, not you can't. Mahomes. He's not just, Burrow. He's not hurt. Oh, God. Chris, John, here's he the thing. The, the, so the, the advanced analytics don't actually prove your case. They actually are to the contrary. They say that Lamar Jackson, when it comes to throwing the ball down the field, is one of the most prolific quarterbacks in our game. In terms of intended air yards per attempt, the guy is top 10 in the National Football League. So I, I, I'm not quite sure that I'm buying into him not being able to throw the ball down the field. He can throw the ball down the field. I think the biggest issues come up when it comes to the guaranteed contract. This ain't about whether or not the Ravens want Lamar and, and are going to continue down the road of building around him. I think the biggest issue for the Ravens is the guaranteed money and Steve Bashotti not wanting to write that check along with other NFL owners. Here's the other thing that I'll say about Lamar. If the Ravens didn't believe that Lamar Jackson couldn't evolve and be a better player, then why the hell did they just get rid of Greg Roman, their offensive coordinator? Wasn't that them saying that what we were doing from a scheme standpoint of offense wasn't good enough? They're not putting that on the quarterback. They fired the offensive coordinator. And they've said, yeah, we haven't done a great job. Eric DaCosta, out of his own mouth at the Combine, said, we haven't done a great job of finding that number one receiver for our quarterback. So why all of a sudden do we now want to heap all of this blame on Lamar Jackson when it comes time to pay the guy? Other thing is I'm tired of hearing people talk about how great of a how tremendous of an athlete he is, but he's not a good thrower of the football. No, what it's he is, not is true. A, he, he's it's an just elite. not true. We had Bill Barnwell Chris, on the show last week. He said it wasn't true. He's an elite quarterback. Max in Missouri is up next. Max, what's up? Yeah, guys, I think the Jets will do good with Rodgers in the regular season. But once they get to the postseason, they're just going to flounder like he did at home against the the 49ers in the snow, that was terrible. I feel like that's kind of a legacy-defining thing for him. You know, it's interesting, John, and we appreciate the call, uh, Max, I should say, that 
Canty, when we start to talk about this, we're going to get into more of it in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of what does success actually look like. Uh, you could go and have a great 13-win regular season if you're the Jets, but if there's not much beyond that, it doesn't mean very much at all. No, this is championship or bust. The only thing that would give me a little bit of reservations about the situation is how long are you going to have him? Because it's hard to put a championship contention team together in one year with a brand-new quarterback. Now, I know people will point to the situation that we saw with the L.A. Rams in 2021 or what we saw in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2020, but when you actually look at those, think about the teams that Tom Brady and Matt Stafford were walking into. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were a veteran-laden bunch, and you're talking about a quarterback like Tom Brady that is driven unlike any other. The guy in the middle of a pandemic was hosting passing camps for his offensive teammates at local high schools and parks in the Tampa area. Let's just say Aaron Rodgers ain't built like that. So let's move that part of it away. Remember when John Brady got photographed going to Byron Leftwich's house without a mask? Or he was in the park without a mask with Byron Leftwich. Exactly. Now let's look at the Rams situation. (laughs) They traded for Matt Stafford and they won in the first year. Okay, that's great. This is the same team that lost in the Super Bowl in 2018 to the New England Patriots. The same core of players. So they've been there. For the Jets, this is a young group that doesn't have a lot of – matter of fact, check that. They don't have any experience playing in the postseason. And all of a sudden, you parachute Rodgers in there with little to no offseason work and you expect them to win a chip? Give me a break. It doesn't work like that in the NFL. And that's why I'm not sure that Aaron Rodgers and the urgency that he's not showing is not going to affect this team moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.